You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. This is April. This is Chad. I'm Chris. And I'm Daniel. And we have got a awesome episode planned for you today. We are going to be reviewing The Invisible Man, which just came out this past weekend. And then we're going to wrap it all up with a fun game called our new IMDb game, which Chris has never played. So we are bringing him into the fold. It's going to be a good time. Uh, But before we dive into our review, just want to remind everybody to check us out on our social media channels. Throw us a follow or a like. Give us a review. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ScreenersCast or on Twitter at ScreenersCast. And wherever you listen to us on Apple or Google Play or Spotify, wherever, please leave us a review because we would love to hear from you. Um, The more you talk about us, the more uh, people can find us and find the show. And we would love for people to hear our craziness just a little bit more. So without further ado, let's dive into our review of The Invisible Man. As the attorney representing Adrian's trust, I'm required to read a prepared statement. Cecilia... Although our relationship was far from perfect, I thought that you would talk to me rather than run away. Are you okay? What happened to him? He cut his wrists. Per his final wishes, you're getting five million dollars. Contingent, of course, on the fine print. He can't be ruled to be mentally incompetent. It just doesn't make any sense. What? Adrian wouldn't kill himself. Listen, you're getting your freedom back, okay? Don't let him haunt you. Hello? All right, now we are going to jump into our main event review of The Invisible Man. The hits keep on coming for Blumhouse Productions. Yes. Guys, listen to this lineup of films in the last uh, eight to ten years from Blumhouse Productions. This isn't nearly all of them, but these are some of the noteworthy films. You've got the Paranormal Activity series, uh, the Insidious movies, the Sinister film, Oculus, which Oculus, not many many people think of that as a high tier thing, except it cost five million and made a hundred and something million, right? Whiplash. Didn't know that, but there you go. Uh, The Visit, Split, Glass, both Split and Glass were made for under 10 million and both made over 200 million worldwide. The Purge series. Upgrade by this same director, Lee. Uh, what, so, is it Linnell? so good. So it, good. Yep. And so this is his follow up there. And the Halloween movie. Yep. So this was the David Gordon Green film. Budget of $2 million and a cum of $247 million. I didn't so really they, realize that budget was so low. $2 million it was. for Halloween. That's crazy. Wow. No, I'm sorry. Did I say two? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's ten. Was ten million? Still, still super still, low. Still low. Still, yeah. still super low. Ten million, and it made two forty-seven. And Dang. so they they have really figured out this low budget thing. And and honestly, in my opinion, part of what really makes them work is most of their movies are really good movies. They're entertaining. They're <laughs> scary. Right. Yes. And so it's kind of like this weird secret where if you make a good product, people like it. Huh. So <laughs> that brings us today to the Invisible Man, a reimagining of the classic tale. 
And the IMDb description reads, When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. That may be the longest description ever. That was so long. But uh, and but, but very accurate. So here's what I want to do tonight as we talk about it. This film stars Elizabeth Moss and... It is doing gangbusters. The budget on this film is $7 million, and it had a $29 million opening weekend. And it's getting uh, rave reviews. Critics love it. Audiences seem to love it. So my question to you is, are we on the Invisible Man hype train? So, Daniel, let's start with you. What do you think about the Invisible Man, the 2020 version? Yeah, I'll be brief. Uh, I'm on the hype train. This movie is so good. It would have been so easy for the Invisible Man to be cheesy and goofy and and frankly silly, uh, and I think we've seen many versions of that. And uh, this this movie is none of those things. It's it's tense. It's gripping. It's genuinely scary at times. Um, and uh, so much of this movie just lands on the shoulder shoulders of Elizabeth Moss. Her performance is brilliant. I mean, she is she captures the terror. And the paranoia of an abusive relationship so well, and 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 it makes every moment believable. And and there are so many moments that stand out in this movie that reinforce how excellent it is. Just something happens that is just so captivating. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm not going to spoil things for you, but the opening sequence, which is essentially silent, um, is is a stunning opening just, oh my it gripped me from the second this movie this movie started it was just a, a powerful opening then there's a, a moment in the middle of the film that completely changes the course of the movie um and that was that was that totally shocked me so uh, the visual effects are amazing the, the use of sound is excellent I, i've talked on this show about how i'm not really heavy into horror films and this is exactly the type of horror movie that really works for me. When you boil it down, this is a movie about an abusive relationship and the pain and the residual effects that that sort of relationship leaves you with. And, and it creates it, that, that relationship creates terror so naturally out of a very real scenario. And then obviously you add other elements on top of that. But, but it's just uh, the fact that it's all, this all rests on that abusive relationship uh, makes it feel so believable. The, the whole time so so yeah I, overall I, I really 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 enjoyed this movie all right so high praise from daniel chris let's go to you you actually i know daniel's not a big horror fan but you and i don't know that you are either but you probably like horror in general maybe a little more oh yeah than uh than daniel does so what do you think does this live up uh, as a horror movie slash thriller and did you like it I very much like this movie, yes. And I think, you know, it's hard for me to say that this is a horror movie. I walked Mm. out of the theater talking with Melody because I had heard online and other places that this is one of the scariest movies and blah, blah, blah. And this movie is not scary. It is tense. Um, This movie is thrilling. All of those things are certainly true. And just like uh, Daniel mentioned, from the word go, this movie tells you that you're in for a kind of a nail-biting experience over the next uh, couple of hours. I think it is wonderfully paced. It does enough head games with both the audience and the main character that the catharsis uh, that is had in and throughout the film is is a good payoff. Like everything that happens in this movie from from beginning to end has a a 
a reason, has a purpose, and I feel like is is just really well done. Uh, it's a perfect house of cards, I guess is what I should say. Um, and so from the very first moment that we are introduced to Elizabeth Moss's character, um, the situation that she is in, we understand precisely her at least her emotional state from the very beginning and we're with her i mean i feel like for the most part the the way this movie is shot is very much like paranormal activity there are sequences in this film where for long periods of time we are looking at empty space like in the paranormal activity movies where there's just there's the the main character where normally the camera would follow them the it doesn't. It stays right on. It stays still on this kind of uh, empty frame. And we're just left to look around and wonder, are we alone in this moment? <laughs> is is there anything else happening here? I think it's brilliant. I had a really good time in this film. And I want to see more movies like this because it is about one thing. And you, know, you can enjoy it on the sci-fi level. But then it's about that one thing. But then obviously it's telling a completely, you know, there's subtext. There is there is something to be taken away from and to be discussed afterwards as well. And so I think it is a deeper film if you just kind of dig in and um, and and let the let 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 the messaging and the 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 way the story is told kind of wash over you. So for me, I really had a good time in The Invisible Man. I can't wait to talk about it and spoilers a little bit more deeply with you guys. All right, so another rave review that uh, takes us to April. You know, I did forget they also produced uh, Get Out. That was pretty good. I mean, that oh, was that also was like an eight million dollar film yeah. that made whatever it made two hundred plus and I Oscars f- and all the stuff. I feel like they're the A twenty four of horror. You know what they I mean? Really yeah. I, they, they really are. They really are. They 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 have a certain artistic bend to their horror it's i mean they do like the the nuts crazy like stuff happy too. death day and that kind of stuff yeah, well, yeah but that and, that and, actually is great though i love happy death yeah, day yeah. and happy death day to you like i but feel also like, like, A20, those... like a24 they get so much attention for their hits and they also churn out a ton of crap too <laughs> like they, they sure they have so sure. much but you know they, they have but when you hits, turn out yeah. a ton of crap that only costs you three million exactly. and yep. you you know they're, yep. they're you, doing it right <laughs> you can have a whole bunch of misses right if you you can yeah. have something that you know, like a Halloween. That what yeah. did you say made two hundred yeah. and something well, on a million? So dollars? I was I was just looking in two in two thousand seventeen. They released three films: Split, which again was a ten million nine million budget that made over two hundred million; Happy Death Day, which was a five or six million, which made over a hundred million; and Get Out. Those are the three movies oh they released gosh. that year. That's, That's a pretty good year. So April, let's go to you. So we've had two rave reviews so far. Uh, what do you think about The Invisible Man? Yeah, so I actually don't really like scary movies, so I was nervous watching this because I also went and saw it by myself. So go me! Ooh, I know. Where are you? By almost completely. I write Ooh. almost completely by myself. <laughs> Little side story because I thought it was funny. So I went to a theater where you pick your seats and you like you can see what seats have already been purchased and whatnot. And when I bought my ticket, five other seats had been purchased, and I was like five minutes late already. Not to the movie, but trailers, you know. So I walk in and nobody's in this theater. So literally for a split second, I was like, okay. So I was kind of a joke at first, but maybe they are invisible. But anyway, they, like they just came, they came late. It was fine. All was well. Normally don't like scary movies, but this is going to be a very boring podcast episode because I also loved this movie. Um, <laughs> it was, this is like the right type of 
scary for me. Not necessarily scary, just thrilling and mm. suspenseful and all. It, it just felt like a gorier, more adult version of Red Eye, which I know is a stupid film, but I loved that when I was oh, in high no, school. Oh, no, Red Eye's great. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, so I loved it. Um, I love Elizabeth Moss. She's one of my favorite actresses, and I think like anything that she's in, I just think is just almost turns to gold because she is amazing. One thing that I just loved about this film were, and you guys had kind of touched up on it, was all the, the just the camera moves and and yeah. the just the dread just from a single move and i love how sometimes it just didn't follow the character but sometimes it led the character and you're just looking at nothing i don't think i've ever been in a theater where my eyes were just bouncing all over the screen as fast as they could to see if i saw a hint of of anything and a lot of times there was nothing and it was um have yeah. you seen the Paranormal Activity films? I mean, that is like ha- what 90% seen, of it is. Yeah, I saw the first one. I might have okay. seen the second one. Yeah, it's um, pretty much downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, the first one was, was great. So, yeah, I, I, I love the... Because it's so simple and yet so effective because, I mean, what else is scary? Like, an, uh, what could be scarier than an invisible man? I mean, literally, you can't go anywhere and be completely safe because you don't know. He's, he could be there. So, yeah, I, I thought it was great. The acting was great. The camera work was great. It, it had really good pacing. I never felt bored or, or slow. It was just a constant. It, it kept moving. There were twists that I did not see coming at all. And one thing that, I, that hasn't been mentioned yet that I thought was kind of cool is kind of a larger theme, but just in the whole, like, post-Me Too movement of just how it dealt with a woman calling out her abuse and, like, people believing her of you know like how do you decide if you believe someone who a woman who says an invisible man is hitting her like just seeing how society could believe her or not believe her based on her story and her word I just I thought that was kind of interesting I like a nitpicky thing that we can talk about in spoilers but other than that I there really isn't much to dislike about the film in my opinion all right so three for three so far I wish I liked this movie as much as you guys did I just it didn't it just didn't land for me. I'm just kidding. I love this movie. <laughs> oh, I was it's about- great. I was so confused. <laughs> no, no, it's great. So I saw this with my wife. And like you, April, she is not a fan just in general of horror. Mm-hmm. And the first, maybe the first 10 minutes of this movie, I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital because my arm circulation <laughs> was cut off. And uh, she kept hitting me and she would say, "Okay, I don't know if I can do this. And she pushed through it and loved it. Absolutely loved it. But I do think I'm going to agree, obviously, about a lot of the things that you guys have said. Uh, And then I think we can unpack a lot of the specific details when we get into spoilers. But I agree. The negative space, I think the direction really stands out here. Now, Elizabeth Moss's performance is masterful, and we'll talk about that more in uh, in spoilers, but the direction really stands out here because there's a fine line of how long is long enough to, to hold somebody with tension, how long uh, until it becomes ineffective, because he employs that technique quite a bit using the negative space. Uh, there's a scene where... Uh, Elizabeth Moss's character is talking to nobody or is she talking to someone we don't know and he does a a reverse POV shot of nothing Mm -hmm. directed just as if she were having a conversation with you know and and over the shoulder of someone there and it was really neat to to Mm -hmm. see that uh, and see how Elizabeth Moss's performance was in that in that moment but also just from the cinematic language that we're all accustomed to in seeing these films 
it felt just it felt natural. It felt natural whilst while being making you feel uneasy. So I love those little flourishes, those little directorial uh, directorial choices that were made. I also think that what really makes this movie work. Uh, and you guys probably don't remember this film. Maybe you've seen it, but it's definitely. Oh, I mean, you were around, but. There have been a lot of adaptations of H.G. Wells' *The Invisible Man*. Uh, even the twenty, the nineteen, was it nineteen nine *Hollow Man* movie? I, I, you remember those movies? There are just so many terrible things that that have happened over the years. But almost all of them are always from the point of view of the Invisible Man. Right. And I think the the decision to make Elizabeth Moss the protagonist in this movie is a game changer mm-hmm. because. As far as I know, and I looked online today to see if I could find any, I can't find any adaptations that use this specific point of view. So the fact that we're spending our time with her really changes everything and makes it so much more intense. And I loved the the conceit to do it that way was brilliant so whoever came up with that bravo because it really sets the table for the entire movie and then allows us to explore like chris was saying some deeper themes within the tension and and the horror if you will it definitely talks overtly and there's a lot of subtext about abusive relationships and males gaslighting females that are in abusive relationships and convincing them that they're crazy and then Taking it a step further, like what you were saying, April, is then putting them in a position where they're trying to convince people of what's going on. But mm-hmm. the but the way that they convince people makes the world in general think that they're crazier. And right. so it's like this cycle that they can't break out of. And this movie employs that to great effect because I, I do think without being too specific, I do think there is at least in the first and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get too deep into spoilers here but i do think there is some ambiguity at least at the beginning as far as is this maybe all in her head or is mm-hmm. there someone who is invisible we don't know i disagree so there. well when we get to spoilers yeah. we can yeah, talk about I that, talk about that more. <laughs> I, I think there's a clear point where it's spelled out but before that i think i think it would be open to to actually if it's happening to her or not and we can talk about why i think that is so but overall, I think that this movie is great. It is fantastically directed. Central performance is magnificent. The the thematic elements that are underneath the surface warrant second viewing and discussion. So uh, overall, I'm with everybody and just saying that this is an excellent film. I can't believe they made this movie for $7 million. It looks great. It feels solid. And everybody should see it. So uh, anything else you guys want to talk about before we jump into spoilers? No. I don't think so. Okay, well then let's go around and make our recommendations, although I think I know what they are. Uh, Your options are, is this theater worthy? Is it rental worthy? Is it stream it on a service that you already pay for, like Netflix or Amazon, or skip it altogether? Daniel. 100% theater worthy. And and I should say, if if you're a little afraid of horror movies, um, like April has said, I don't. I wouldn't consider this like what Chris was saying. I don't think this is super scary or or horrifying or gonna you know leave you with nightmares. It's just very tense and gripping. But I think that's very different than than truly genuinely terrifying. So so um, I think I think just about anybody can can see this and enjoy it, even if you're not usually somebody who watches horror movies, because I think it's just it's really really good. So see you in the theater. Okay, Chris. Same question. Yeah, I would say theater. I think um, more than what's the quote that George Lucas says? Like, 
70% of the movie-going experience is the sound. Right. And I think in particular, this film fills what is empty space with this amazing sound effects. Um, and if you can see it in a... I saw it in an IMAX uh, screen with IMAX sound, and it does make a difference. It's, it, it fills that frame and gives you, I, w- I would argue, an even higher level of tension. I don't think seeing this at home would give you the same experience. So I would highly recommend that you see this movie. Even though it's not like a big budget, like visual feast of like explosions and all this kind of crazy stuff, I still think the quieter moments, but with those subtle sound effects, you want to hear every single beat. And I think that seeing it in the theater will give that to you. Nothing else will. Okay, so that's two theater recommendations so far. April? Um, definitely theater for all the reasons we've just mentioned. <laughs> yep, and I will agree too. I don't need to expand any further. It's theater worthy, and actually, I do think I do think it, you you may lose a little bit unless you have an excellent sound system at home because sound yeah. design is really important in this movie. So, see it in the theater as soon as you can. And with that, we'll move to spoilers for the Invisible Man. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got him? There's so many places it would never occur to a hawk to hide. However, the reason the Führer's brought me off my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. In the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. Then I woke up. Let's get specific about some of the things. Daniel, do you want to... You said you disagreed with me about whether it was ambiguous or not if it were was in her head. So why do you think that? Well, I just... I, I thought it was pretty clear early on that, you know, they were talking about how he was a leader in optics. You saw things pretty clearly... I, um, I guess I should say it this way. I expected it to be more ambiguous for longer. I thought we would go a good amount into the film not knowing if she was crazy or if she wasn't. And I felt I felt very early on um, that you pretty much knew the whole time that she wasn't crazy, that other people thought she was crazy, but that, yeah, we know we know he's really there. We know he's really doing stuff. He's got this suit or whatever whatever he had. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just felt like it was pretty clear cut early on. Yeah, I the, I was talking with my, my my wife and I saw it together, and I was saying like, yeah, you know, they did a pretty good job of like saying that she might have actually been crazy and maybe he wasn't actually there. And my wife made a really good point. She said, no, the moment she goes outside and you see the audience sees the dude's breath, but she doesn't. Uh, yeah, right. That yeah. means mm-hmm. he's there. You can't take it any other way. There is no other. There's no other interpretation of that moment other than the dude is actually there. Yep. And that's a good point. And I think that is actually accurate that the moment, if that it wasn't there, I think then maybe there could be an argument to be made, but uh, if, without that, because she doesn't see it, there's no reason for us to see it. And thus other, other than there is actually a person there breathing. So and, and I so, think that's a good point. And because of that, um, it, it left me at first a little confused. Cause I was like, I thought that was going to be the whole thing was wondering whether or not she was crazy. I thought that was kind of kind of be the main plot. 
And yeah. then it just took it in a whole other direction, which I'm excited to talk about. I mean, I want to hear Chad's explanation about this as well. But um, once once the the real plot kicked in, I was so <laughs> I was so in. Uh, so, Chad, why did you feel like it it was more ambiguous? While I certainly understand Melody's point there, I don't think that everything that we see is reliable. I don't I don't think that everything that we see is from Elizabeth Moss's point of view. In that entire scene when she gets home, things happen that reverse point of view. Some things we see clearly from her point of view, and then some things we see from an exterior point of view as the audience. And in both of those cases, we see some things that look like someone is, is there as a person, and sometimes we don't. And so, sure, you can nitpick little things that you think support your point of view. I'm just saying that holistically it wasn't consistent from a point of view perspective in that beginning place at all. Now, obviously, because it's called The Invisible Man, and again, I hadn't seen any of the trailers, so when I saw the trailer here, when I pulled it for the for the show, I was horrified at how much it showed and thankful I didn't see it. But people go into this kind of knowing that he's there somewhere, and so that works against it. But because I hadn't seen the trailer, I felt that it was a little longer before we actually saw uh, The Invisible Man. But again, I agree with you, Daniel. I don't think that was the point of the movie. It was just one of the things that it did for me. Overall, I mean, I see why you guys, why you think what you think, and you could be right. So, but the point... Uh, the, when it when it really kicked in for me, I mean, not that I was out of the movie, I was still loving the movie, but but when that that restaurant scene between Elizabeth oh, Moss and mm. her sister, as soon like, as that what? knife appears and then it slashes, oh I, I I was just shocked. That was amazing, so well directed. Uh, th- mm-hmm. th- that that is a director in complete control of the audience's eyes, seeing only exactly what we need to. And then just twisting the whole conversation, upending our expectations. That was brilliant, brilliant. And it shocking. was great because because she's just talking, and we see the reverse of oh her sister, gosh. and then her sister's eyes, eyes dart up. Yep. And then it was like what? Oh. And then whoosh, oh man, it was it was it was an amazing moment. And then straight into her hand, oh it was gosh. just it was incredible. it was the best scene of the movie for sure oh my, the, my my theater gasped audibly Same. yes um yep. he's very he should be thankful that that knife was sharp enough to actually make that cut but whatever <laughs> yeah but, that's um, a really big <laughs> steak knife or whatever was it what that wasn't a restaurant knife right i thought that was the knife from, from the home, kitchen maybe right? I, not, maybe i thought i thought that I, i'm not positive but i thought it was the knife that she found in the attic Remember? It's possible. So That's she possible. Just brought it with her. No, no, no. I think he did. I, oh, I might he be wrong. I might be wrong. I'm not. I'm not sure that that's right. I'd have to watch it yeah. again. But I think that that's the case. In either case, that scene completely works. That was yeah. the yes. high point for me of the entire film. And I loved. I loved again. It was that conceit of the world, the exterior forces against her see her as crazy, even right. though she's just trying to prove that she's sane and the normal things that she's doing <clears throat> drives her further and further away. And it was it was really great uh, as well. Let me ask you guys, what did you think? There was one scene that bothered me a little bit, even though the way that it was shot was so freaking cool. And that's when she escapes from the asylum Mm -hmm. and he starts attacking all of the guards. I felt like all of the sudden I was in a Marvel movie because he was so strong. It seemed like he was throwing people around and it could not be stopped. And it just felt like he was super powered all of a sudden, even though I really liked that it was very 
inventive in the way that he grabbed a gun and the camera would tilt over and all that stuff. Did that bother any of you or was you just kind of enjoying the ride at that point and you were all in? A little bit, a little bit, um, maybe for slightly different reasons. I ju- I was just a little confused because I was like, how, I, uh, how what, what are these cops going to do? Like they, they were just, they were just coming one at a time. One, at, He was just like knocking them off one at a time. And it was just a little convenient. I get that he's invisible and all that, but it just felt like so many people are, are seeing this right now. There are so many cameras. So it was a little confusing to me. Uh, it kind of resolved at the end because there were all the witnesses that were able to confirm her, her story. But it was just, it was a, a little bit of an odd turn for the movie to go. It was a little less tense and more just, Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, okay. I did it did not it did not bother me. I just felt like at this point in the film it was time for it to start rolling down the hill. You know what I mean? It's time to start wrapping up, giving us some answers like where we're going, and it's either gonna be kind of the the slow pace, like more of a fizzle ending, or this. Um, yeah, and I, I like the action job. in principle, and I love the way it was shot. It just felt like all of a sudden we were in an action movie, hmm. because in reality, if that were just one guy, it did uh, feel. It did. It, feel I don't lot, think it would go down like that. It did feel a lot like his previous movie. What was it called? Upgrade, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the moments in Upgrade, which I really loved, Upgrade, and um, so yeah, the, I, I I had a good time with it. I you know I'm an action guy, so but I right. I, I enjoyed it. So <laughs> and on that note, I'm so, I'm glad that because I agree with you, Chris. There were those moments in that scene where he did the same camera moves, right? Where it like follows the exact body movement. Yes. Somebody hits the floor. I'm I'm really glad that he was very restrained in those movements because it would have been very yeah. easy for him to overuse that shtick you know and that become a just a quirky thing that he does in all his movies and he he only did it like once or twice throughout that sequence and i think that was really wise yeah. i think if he had been doing that throughout the entire movie it would have gotten really old um so i think well, it was i just good. think he's i think he's really i don't know if it's the same cinematographer or not but i think this director is really interested in how a camera mm. is a character in your movie yeah and because of the like these moments, even the quieter moments when the when the camera just sits still, it's still interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he is he's very mm-hmm. good at making you feel like you are in the room yeah. with Elizabeth Moss's character. This is the the fourth wall almost. You know the the line blurs even yeah. more. There's a there's um, a moment so. I, I can't remember exactly at what point in the movie that it lies, but where. Um, she's having a conversation with somebody in an interrogation room after she's been arrested. And it's just a kind of standard mid shot on her. And then the focus racks to the, to the back yep. of the room. Yeah. It's, it's, it it's such an unnatural camera movement. And it was so, it was so great. It was so good. Cause it's not even camera movement, just well, racking focus. It was great. Yeah. And, and well, it's bringing your attention to empty room yeah, yeah. and there's probably somebody there. Yeah. And that's what was interesting is, is that like, in any other film, there would be a character there, and he is right. literally focusing to the invisible man yeah, in yeah. the room, That's which great. is which is. But but as a as a, as an audience, as a character, we're not sure there is actually anybody, but mm-hmm. we're in her head, literally scanning this room for what could be there, which is brilliant. I mean, it's a it's it's just brilliant. Yeah, so it good. really is. So good. Yeah, and you get moments of relief when. There are five or six times in the movie where a scene is ending where the potential of some sort of interaction with the Invisible Man is there and the tension comes from does he show up? Or does she go away and move to the next thing and it'll cut to a scene of her driving away in a car and you're like, 
Oh, and you just yes. Yeah. you're yeah. so yeah. relieved because it's uh, it's so tense well, all the, the way through. There, there's a second when she gets in an Uber or a Lyft or whatever it is from her home when she has the first like when she throws the paint yeah. on him, and uh, you think he's in the car. Yeah, because the camera <laughs> For the sure. camera backs up and it gives you that like you know mm-hmm. the rule of thirds or whatever where she's way over here and there could be something yeah. there. It's just but there isn't. This, this but was yeah. a this was a VFX budget uh, producer's it is. dream. It is. Like, oh yeah, we don't have to show anything, <laughs> but everybody's terrified. You know, one yes. one thing that I loved t- talking about not showing things. I loved the fact that we essentially did not see her husband uh, until after you know the whole thing is over. Um, I thought that was brilliant. I'm I'm so glad they didn't show us the abusive relationship. They just showed us mm-hmm. her leaving it, escaping it, because that makes us as the audience build that relationship up in our minds. We are the ones creating the terror. And uh, I think it would have my my fear or terror or whatever would have been lessened if I had an actual picture of him hitting her or getting mad at her right. or whatever. Like whatever it is, mm-hmm. I built it up in my head. You and I, we probably well. were picturing different things. And so I loved that. Yeah, I mean, there is that moment at the very beginning where he slams through a car window. But well, yeah, but that's already that, after. That's whatever. I don't know how long that opening sequence is. That's ten minutes in, fifteen minutes in, whatever it is. Right. Um, sure. After sure. we've already had the oh, whole thing. That opening sequence is a masterclass oh, so in masterful. opening sequences. It's, yeah. Yep. So good. It is. It is. It, it, it's great because it is. It, not. I want to say you know we use it so often, but Hitchcockian or whatever. But it, it's it's creating tension mm-hmm. with very little. Yeah. Like I mean, the rest of the movie is that way too. But yeah. this is. It is telling a story. I think I, I, I saw somebody talking about it. I can't remember where. So I, I can't give them credit for this. But basically, the idea was we understand Elizabeth Moss's character without any dial. She doesn't have to yeah. say anything about what's happening or what we just understand just through her actions, mm-hmm. through her turning the camera to see her husband, make sure he's still in bed mm-hmm. on her cell phone. Like that was just things that you think like she, she was very smart, but at the mm-hmm. same time we understand that like she's desperate mm-hmm. and she's trying to get away and she wants to be good and she wants to help the dog and she wants to do all this stuff and yet anyway it, and, it was yeah, it's and, full of great moments it's a masterclass i don't know that that's her husband i think yeah, i think but, it's boyfriend whatever but uh but i i nothing oh, right, okay yeah nothing even scary happens in the opening scene until the very 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 end of it that's the brilliant thing about it like nothing oh, scary actually tense, happens though the whole I know, time but that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. is the tension is just from is just from character. That's it. Nothing. Nothing. No. Nobody jumps out. Nothing scary happens. Like it's just the tension of her character escaping this. Really, it's brilliant. It's just brilliant. It really is. Yeah. The only time it kind of got a little bit into crazy town as far as horror movie tropes is I have a hard time believing, even though she heard that cell phone ring when she called it, that she would have climbed up into that attic. That seems. That seems crazy to me, but um, right because he's invisible and you're right. You're you're, you're walking into a terrible but, terrain. Exactly right. <laughs> she, but she's the, she's still questioning herself. I mean, I think that at this point in the film, you're supposed to be. Could, could she actually be crazy? Is that is this all in her head? And I think she's still she's doing that same thing. Like, am I nuts here? Or should I go up? Because this is this is after he she hits, quote unquote, hits the daughter right, and the daughter mm-hmm. and the the friend have left the house. She's right. all alone in the house, right? Yeah. Yep. I believe that's the moment this happened. No, that is. It is. So yeah, did, I, why I did, did why was the phone like 
he had a knife up there, like a whole like staging section. So that was one thing that I was questioning when watching it. I was like, is he is he sleeping up there? Is is he going up there regularly? Because that ladder going up there would have been pretty noisy. Well, that's why yeah. I think the knife in the restaurant was that knife because she picked it up, got presumably got her fingerprints on it. And so that's, well, her fingerprints would have been on it anyway because she was using it in the opening right. scene to, to make breakfast or the, the mushroom omelets or whatever that he set on fire. That end of that sequence was did have a fantastic jump scare when she threw the paint on oh, him. Oh, yes. yeah, that was yeah, great. That was great. ruined in the trailers. I'm, Except I'm that so I had not bummed. seen the trailer, yeah, yeah. and so I got to experience I'm the terror. I'm so bummed that that was in the trailer. Of all the shots, <laughs> yeah. like, that's, you know, like the, that's like the... the the most interesting VisFX shot in the whole thing, and they had that in the trailer. I'm, I'm so yeah. annoyed. There were a couple things in the trailer, though, that weren't in the movie. When are yeah, you people yeah. going to come to my side of life? You, when are you going to do it? I'm I telling you. So I saw an extra scene in the trailer. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do it with some movies. I haven't seen the Tenet trailer yet or a couple others, but yeah. Well, I think overall we are all in agreement that this movie is is really fantastic, and it's exciting that we're in February, where a lot of times, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we're in March now, but we got this release in February where we don't necessarily expect a lot of quality cinema, and this was yeah. a pleasant surprise to say the least. I do think it also asked some interesting questions because as a kid, I've imagined this a hundred times: what would I do if I could be invisible? Mm-hmm. And it almost always ends up in a bad place, even from good people. Now, wouldn't murder? people or things like that but you're like man i could steal some money or i could it's just it's one of those things that it underneath the core is something that i believe most people have thought about at one time what could i do or what would it be like to be invisible and so it's just this movie just has a lot of different layers and cool things that that it explores can i Um, just say one thing that bothered me yeah please do and see if i don't know if it bothered you guys or not but i spent a good portion of this film on and off anytime she was staying with her friend james Asking myself, who is James? Yes. Why is she yeah. with this guy? Yeah, like, they I didn't agree. explain that relationship. Like, I was no, very confused. Like, not. is this yeah. her sister's ex? Is the, I was very just, He was just a friend. Yeah, literally just he a was, friend. When it, I think he was first, a friend of the sister, and he stayed there because he was a police officer, and he was super buff. At first, I thought he was her brother. <laughs> like, that's what I thought th- w- was happening. But then, obviously, she just says that he's a good friend. And so I was like, I don't understand. Well, yeah, but then when she offered, when she gave the daughter the, you know, the tuition money, Right. She acted like they they were very very close. Yes. Like yeah. like almost in like a niece aunt relationship. So I was just very I was just very confused. I agree. It definitely yeah. I agree with you. It makes you question yeah. kind of what is that? And that's Aldous Hodge. And that was another thing too where I was talking about being overpowered. That dude is ripped and he's a cop and he knows mm-hmm. how to fight. I just feel like that fight would have been a little bit better. But whatever. Yeah, that was that was actually the one scene that bothered me more than the scene at the asylum. I thought for like I just thought he this guy's a cop and he knows how to be in combat. Like, he knows how to grapple, and it kept showing him right, like grappling to nothing. And I'm like, but they're right there. They're, he yeah. would grab something. But anyway, that's right. a nit. That, a nit. W- that bothered me. Um, so while we're there at the end and we're talking about things that we didn't like, let me ask you guys, what did you think uh, specifically in April? We'll start with you. What did you think about the ending? So the ending has a double twist. Mm-hmm. Followed by followed by Moss's character, Cecilia, getting her her justice, if you will. So twist number one is that when the Invisible Man is killed at the end of the fight with Aldous Hodge, Hodge's character, it turns out to be the brother. Twist number mm-hmm. two is that Adrian's character is still alive. He's tied up in the house. And then twist number three is she calls him and goes over there and then 
kills him, putting the suit on that she had set up earlier. And all of that happens in the last maybe 10 or 15 minutes. So I'm just curious, what did you think about the ending, April? Well, first of all, I thought it was brilliant because I didn't see it coming. But then I left with a lot of questions in my head, not necessarily bad, like making the movie not like taking anything from the movie, just questions about like, well, how, how often was it the brother versus Adrian? And when, I don't know. I I still, I mean, and I like that they don't explain it all that you kind of have to wonder. I I like, and I don't like it because I want to know. But um, the one thing that I thought of, oh wait, no, because the brother died. So yeah, I mean, honestly, the only thing is that she was going on and on and on about an invisible person to several different people and several different people know that the invisible person's capabilities. So I don't necessarily know that she would get away scot-free completely with killing Adrian at the end just because a lot of people were aware of the situation I mean not that they could ever prove it was her but I don't know I I've thought about that on and off since I've seen it like for several days like try to figure out when it was the brother and when it was Adrian so I and that in that regard it was brilliant because it kept me thinking but I'm not anywhere closer to answers so I'd be curious if any of y'all figured it out I think it's fantastic and I love I love twist endings. It's one of my favorite like magic tricks in film. And my thought is, you know, early on in the film, the brother says that he is afraid of his brother as well. Like he he feels just as manipulated by him as anybody else and he like has this moment with Elizabeth Moss's character. Um, and my feeling is is that any time that Adrian Adrian's the boyfriend or whatever right correct husband yes or, so mm-hmm. anytime adrian didn't want to do something and thought it might be difficult or hard it was probably the brother is my guess so like going into the insane asylum my guess is as much as possible it was going to be the the brother you know which we know at the very end it is the brother that, that entire sequence is the you brother think he went from the asylum to the house yes yeah that exactly yeah beat her there Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I mean, but, that, he, that, but he talks to her at the asylum. Like, wouldn't she have recognized Adrian's voice? It's it's like a garbled um, computer voice, though. So, I mean, it, yeah. it, it could have been it could have been anybody's and it could have been anyway. My, my yeah, true. My my thought is, is that anything uncomfortable was going to be him. And of course, you know, then he put himself in the or had Adrian because, again, He's also Adrian's tied up, right? So his brother had to tie him up before he left for wherever for the for the asylum. So that would be my that's my only guess. That, that's my only reasoning for that is is that timeline wise, Adrian couldn't have put himself in the basement, locked up behind a wood, whatever it is. You think so, he did that before that though? Because yeah. I, he wouldn't have had any inclination that he was about to die. Yeah, he, this is where it gets a little sticky, and this is why. No, no, this no. is why I brought it up. Right. Uh, I know. I. I mean, I think that is. I mean, I think he thought, well, if if something goes wrong, I want you to put me down here, and it was like his like escape plan, like his. Yeah, his, but he had fresh wounds on his face. He and to April's point, there was no indication that. That was the night that his brother was going to die. So do you think he just came home every night and put him back in there? I mean, right. you know, well, and, this, and this this is why I brought it up because, and again, I love the movie, but those, and I love the very end when she killed him. And certainly when she looked at him and said, surprise, you're like, yeah, suck it. But in general, in general, the, the last 10 or 12 minutes was the only time 
where I was pulled out of this really taut story, a consistent tone, and then I started asking myself these questions yeah. while watching it. And so it pulled me out enough. I still liked it, but I but it just crossed the line just a little bit for me to where I thought, okay, this is a little bit too loose compared to everything that we've seen before it, mm-hmm. while still liking the way and the ideas behind it. It it didn't land as consistently for for me at the very end. Huh. Yeah, I so. think I think my thing is I, I'm I'm with you, Chad. I'm kind of in the middle because I, I think this is the sort of thing that that lives and dies on this tension of the unexplained. And so I I, I did feel slightly unsatisfied at the end because you know na- naturally it didn't explain everything, which I'm I'm grateful that it didn't. But just right. my natural human you know brain, I want I want to know. I want the explanation. And so uh, I'm. I'm glad they didn't give us everything, but I think they did enough to kind of distract enough. They, they had us look over here uh, uh, just enough that I wasn't nitpicking in the moments. You know, I was, I was, sure. I wasn't trying to figure out it as it was happening. So I think, I think they did a good job in that way of, of not explaining, uh, not, not, yeah, n- I agree. We didn't need to figure it out in the moment, you know, I agree. And I'm not, I didn't want them to explain everything that happened. I just felt like that was the only section for me where it felt not plausible where everything else felt like I, I could buy it all, but I understand. I get it. All right. Anybody else have anything to say as we wrap up our, our review of this movie? Uh, I Elizabeth feel good. Moss is a boss. Yes, that is she true. Is. Yes. Yeah, man, if this wasn't a, a, a horror movie released in February, I mean, this is award level kind of performance here because right. it's all on job. her the entire time. Yeah. And yeah. she's yeah. great. In the past couple of years, we've had that one female horror performance that everybody rallies around and it and it gets awards buzz even if it wasn't released in the right time of year like last year it was Lupita Nyong'o who came freaking close to an Oscar nomination yeah. and then Tony Collette the year before Tony Collette so, robbed yeah, Tony so, Collette was robbed so this year it's going to be Elizabeth Moss so so people are going to be talking about her her all year long but I don't think she's actually going to get any nominations but who knows she was great Great performance, great performance. Mm -hmm. And I think overall we agree that this is a great movie and you should go see it. And with that, let's move to our IMDb game. You're listening to the Screeners Podcast. All right, everybody, we are back with the IMDb game. We have played this before on the show. Uh, as I do every time, I want to give a shout-out to our friends at This Had Oscar Buzz podcast. Uh, it's a great show, and, and I, I got the game from them, so, um, so uh, props to them. So, just a refresher on how this game works. It's pretty simple, but it can get a little tricky to actually be good at it. So, what we're each going to do is pick one actor or actress, and we're going to kind of pair up. And I-, I will start the game and give one to our newbie, Chris. And then oh boy. Chris will give to Chad, <laughs> Chad will give to April, and April will give to me. Okay, And so, basically what you do is we pick that one actor or actress, and mm. I- on I- their IMDb profile... It has four films that they are quote unquote known for, for whatever IMDb's algorithm determines it to be. So whether it's awards or box office or something random, which is the trick, um, <laughs> uh, it's it's what IMDb says they are known for. All right, so there's four films. Yeah. When you have two wrong guesses, we'll give you the years of those films. If you uh, have uh, two more wrong guesses, we'll give you the genre, and then from there, it's just a free for all for hint- free for all of hints, so that we don't have dead air because that's no fun. <laughs> all right. Oh Lord, here we go. So, are you telling me that I'm going to be first? You tonight? are this first, is not, my friend. 
This Welcome is not back, cool. Chris. Yes. This is not cool. It's Chris's birthday, you too. You can't so do worse ha- happy than birthday. You know Tyler what? Did. Thank it you. It is Chris's birthday. So you Thanks. get to go first. Birthday. Oh, birthday, Chris. Yes. Okay, Don't Chris. screw it up. Yeah. I have two picks here. Do you want oh the easier one or the harder one? What? Why is that a <laughs> How dare you? How dare Live a you? Little. Live a little, Chris. Take the challenge. Oh, no. I don't know if I'm going to be good at this movie yet because I've never played it before. Mm-hmm. Um, you can never bomb as bad as Tyler that's did. That's true. I, yeah. so, wow. I want to go with the easier one because wow. I want I want to have a good birthday. I want to have right, you know at least right, a chance right. of winning. But the problem is, is that what is easy for you might be difficult for me. So like I this is the reason. Well, <laughs> the truth of it is your co-host on the old uh, geek card check. Yeah. You couldn't get Will Ferrell. Terrible at this game. He, he, <laughs> I, I might be terrible as he well. He had one know. guess for Will Ferrell. It was Stranger Than Fiction. Jeez. He couldn't guess any <laughs> other Stranger any Than other Fiction. Movie. He couldn't guess Anchorman. <laughs> he couldn't guess a single other Will Ferrell movie. Oh, not God. one That's of them. Host. That's your co-host. So you're going to yeah, do better I'm, than I'm that. I might not, I might not do, do better, better than that. But here we better. go. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. Okay, so uh, w- taking taking the theme from The Invisible Man, like we talked about, we yes. had many other adaptations of the H.G. Wells novel. So... Yeah. Chad already mentioned the movie that I'm drawing from, The Hollow Man. I was gonna the harder of the two picks was Kevin Bacon, so I'm not gonna go with Kevin Bacon, but I am gonna go with Josh Brolin. For I cannot the believe game. this. What what do I? Okay, good. I'm, I should have gone with the harder. I really should have gone with the harder. You said Josh Brolin. Josh is that what Brolin. you said? So what what is he known for? You have four movies here. Um. Jeez, and I only get two wrong, and before you, before I move into sure. like the the years, I'll, I'll the cone of shame. Yeah. That's for right. some reason, for some reason, the first one that comes, and I know he's not known for this. I want to say Jonah Hex, but I know he's not on there for that, right? Jonah is Hex that a is guess? not on there. Sure, Jonah Hex. Nope, wrong. Dang it, <laughs> Jonah Hex. Um, forgot that movie. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that movie is so bad. <laughs> this, this is the, this is, these are the kind of movies that I know. Um, hey, sometimes and, the um, random ones are on there. Like Jonah Hex isn't necessarily a bad guess. No, it's, it's a bad wrong, guess. but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong. Awesome, great. Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin. I am gonna go with. Oh shoot! Don't overthink um, it. Yeah, I know. I really don't want to overthink it. I mean, okay. So the first, the second one that comes to mind is fairly new. I don't know if they change him that often, but Endgame. Yes, Endgame is one of them. Yep, you got one right. Okay. Ooh. Now the question is: Are more Avengers movies in there or not? Yeah, I was going to say. So, uh, so. I don't know. Uh, What's wrong with you, Daniel? That is a major. Hint. That, no, it's not a hint. It, uh, that's obvious. He just guessed Endgame, so either one could be or might not be. You said so I'm just going to say Infinity War then. Wow. Okay, yeah. He wouldn't have said that if y'all hadn't chimed in. <laughs> what do you mean? Fair, you I, just said it. You yes, totally I would did. have. <laughs> Daniel. I wouldn't have. Oh, There's no way I was trying I to get have. in your head, Chris, and make you doubt whether it was or wasn't. Okay, so I've so got yes, to. Yes, how many? Do, do I keep going? Yes, keep going. Keep going. <clears throat> so until you, get oh. to, until you get two wrong guesses, I won't give you any more. Um, There's four. Yes, so you got to get yeah, two, so more. two more. Don't worry if you don't uh, know. It's a Daniel remake. Give you the answer um, in just a minute. Old, old boy. Old boy. Old boy is wrong. The remake of the South Korea. Shoot. Yeah. So that's two wrong guesses. So I will give you the years. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, no, no, no. No, don't. Don't, don't, don't. All right. That's fine. No Country for Old Men. Correct. Yes. Old country yes. For, all right. So you got one left. <laughs> Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Dude, I don't know. My, my brain 
I'm I'm too stressed out right now. I'm, I'm afraid of <laughs> That's my. That's why this game is difficult. This is what happens when you get old, Chris. Welcome to old age. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, who, what, he, Josh Brolin was in another like um, another comic book movie, right? More Marvel movies. Yeah, I know Jonah Hex was one of them, but he was in another. What was he in, Chris? I don't know. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a hint, dude. I don't know. All right, so I'll give I'm you the year. Right I'll give you the year. Right. 2014. <laughs> Does it help? No. <laughs> no, I need more than that, dude. I don't know. Okay. So um, I will. I will tell you. This is a hard. This is a harder one. So okay. Uh, so uh, it is from an acclaimed director. Oh gosh! Is this a movie I've even seen? I get. You, I bet you it's not a movie don't I've even know. seen. No, you might not have seen this movie. I actually have surprisingly not seen this movie. Oh god! And this is the easy one. Well, how do I lose? Seen it, you're in trouble. Uh, well, chat, chat. I'm, <laughs> do I'm either? Sure can I ask this? Do you guys know what it is? Would you guys have a guess here? I know what it is, but I actually haven't seen it either. Oh, I you've already looked. I haven't yeah, looked, looking. so I don't know. I don't I'm know. looking to help Chad. Any, any help? I, since you I genuinely, here. I genuinely don't even know any. I'm just trying to think of other Josh. I mean, Brolin there's a lot films. of other movies been, that are. Yeah, I know. Guessed, I know, but not. I know. You know. Um, Those are the ones that I know that come to mind right away. Like, it's fun. That's fine. Jonah. Jonah Hex. Um, this, uh, shoot. Oh no no. He was in Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, that's a good guess. Deadpool. Deadpool too, but No, that is not it. Uh, this, like I said, this is a harder one. So there's a, a lot of big ones that you didn't. You know, none of the other um, Marvel movies. So I'll tell you, a co-star uh, in this was Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I know. I have seen this. I don't. I don't know, dude. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna have to say I don't. I know. don't think Chris right. has seen this movie. I don't, I don't think movie, you've seen I it. So, so uh, I will. I will. Uh, I'm sorry. You're gonna tap out. I'm going to tap out because this is not going to be interesting to me because I don't even know. <laughs> yep. That's fine. Joaquin Phoenix. It's, uh, it's not like uh, it's not a Johnny Cash movie, no, right? No, um, no. This is okay. from 2014. Uh, Chad, do you want to take a swing at it? Uh, it's Inherent Vice yeah, for sure. That's Inherent Vice. Yep. Inherent Vice. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's a Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Uh, adaptation oh, of a novel. it's weird. It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's, is, so. Oh, is, is it good though? Is it worth seeing? Uh, yes. No. <laughs> it, it's, it's Paul Thomas Anderson's probably worst review. I like movie. him. Oh, okay. But, but well, I mean, it's still got then. good reviews. Got nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, but yeah, I, okay. I missed it. So I'm sorry. That is not my movie. But yep. at least I got three out of four, three guys. Out of four. Better, yes. better than my other Very guy. Yep. My, that was my... a lot better than Tyler. <laughs> not, bad. not bad. And Kevin, Bacon, Hex... Kevin Bacon's is like freaking impossible. All right. So I'm yeah, going gonna... because he's got a million movies. <laughs> so nobody look because that is going to be my pick for Chad. <laughs> Chad. Did you already look? I already Kevin had it up. Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. Chris, you are an a-hole. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I chose. This is, I had it up. 6,000 movies. I, have, I know. That's why I chose it. Did you already have that chosen before? Yes. Me? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's and great. as you were saying it, I said, that's why I said I wish I would have chosen the harder one because I've been looking at his four movies oh, so you the last. cheated? You I cheated. Well, no, I didn't cheat. <laughs> I literally had it already pulled up. Okay. Chad. Well, Kevin Bacon. Uh, I'm trying so to think no of real, iconic. No re- reminder, no real hints until he has two wrong guesses. No, no. Unlike none. the real hints that you gave Chris, how about that? Give me hey, a real I hint. got Jonah Hex right away, yo. <laughs> Jonah Hex. I mean, the the only like truly iconic, yeah. and I guess some people may disagree, but I think Footloose, please, would have yes. to be in there. Yes, that it is. It is in there. It's in there. Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> I hate you, Chris. <laughs> I was hoping you guys hadn't already done this guy before, so I was like, oh, that's why I was asking. Uh, Kevin freaking Bacon. 
Let me think. This is riveting. Riveting. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, because he's got so many options. Run, run him I mean, through I'm out trying loud. to think. Run him through the as oh. what you're thinking so about. So, like, uh, let's see, Mystic River, um, mm-hmm. Tremors, which is super <laughs> old. Yeah, uh, but, but I, I mean, love, like, that's I love those that are, movie. Those are all iconic. Are you guessing? Uh, no, I mean, sure. If I get one right, I would. That'll be a guess. <laughs> which one? Which one are you guessing? Um, I'll do Mystic River. Why not? He's in there. Yep. Mystic River. Yes. Right. Yes. Holy so crap. You got two more. No okay. wrong guesses. Well, that, was a, that was a lucky guess. Um, um, I think he was in an X-Men movie, right? Yes. Uh, I don't remember which one it was, though. So I'm going to say X-Men something, but I don't remember, so give me extra credit. <laughs> right. Uh, no. First Class no. was class. the movie First he class. was in. That's but right. First no, Class. That okay. is not on the list. Guess. That's a solid guess. Okay. So far, that is true. We both of these have have are Marvel. Um, I mean, another Marvel iconic stars. one that I love. Yes, and I would be now that I think of it, I would be super surprised if it's not there. Apollo, oh, Apollo thirteen, right. Apollo thirteen. That yes. should be here, but how it's is not. That not. It's there. not here. How, how is that not there? It's crazy. Hmm. What? That's insane. This, That's this, stupid. this algorithm. This is game ridiculous. is stupid, this and IMDb is, is more stupid. <laughs> Apollo uh, thirteen is not in there. It doesn't make any sense. And honestly, when I looked at this list, I thought to myself, "This is dumb." Um, <laughs> That's why this game is great because it's it's just you can't even explain it. This game frustrates me. So yeah. one of these, one of the, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's a 2004 movie. I actually, this was playing when we were at the Cannes Film Festival, um, the year Melody and I went to France. Um, this is like, we saw Kevin Bacon here for this movie uh, at the Cannes Film Festival. So was it Cannes? Was it more of like a serious movie? Yes. Yeah. It's, oh, it's more oh, of a drama. oh, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's a child molester, right? Am I yep. right? Yes, you uh, are correct. Uh, wood something? Wood yep. something. You got it. Wo- the Woodsman. I'm going to get I have literally yes. never heard of this movie. I haven't Really? Either. Oh, it's yeah, good. No. no, he he got, I mean, it's terrible. I mean, it's it's correct. not a, but it's, it was, he was very, <laughs> you know, his act, obviously acting. Yeah, no, anyway. it's, it's, it, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a well done film. Uh, okay. One, well, then I more. have, uh, yeah. well, okay, but I've already missed two. So you got to give me my year clue. Oh, sure. Um, this one was a, looks like 2000 movie. Okay, like that year, didn't help. <laughs> the year 2000. This, that, I don't know how that helps. That, wow, that, that, that was that's 20 terrible, years ago. That's so weird. <laughs> that does not help me. No. You want to give sometimes you, it helps, sometimes it doesn't, depending on the actor. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to need one more clue or I'm going to be stuck. So what, what I do, I give him a genre? Sure. Thriller horror. Let me see what it actually uh, says. This is what it says. That you want to give you I'll give you the IMDb genres. Okay? There's three okay. genres here. Right. Action, horror, sci-fi. Oh, oh. Uh it's uh if it's Is it yes. Hollow Man? Yes, yes, yeah. yes it is. Oh, okay, crap. <laughs> Hollow Man. Great. There you go. So that's his four, the yes, those Apollo are the Man four, and yes. not Apollo 13. And not Apollo 13. Man, that's not a garbage so list. And Chris not even I, wild things. Not even like. And like, there's several there's like so things on here that like. You know what, Chris, he's really I well have known for language. I'm saying in my mind <laughs> to you right now for giving me Kevin Bacon. Well, you got all okay. four of yeah, them. You did all right. Yeah, with clues. All right. Oh, <laughs> please. Okay. Well, that's good. That was a good pick. That was a good pick. All right, April. So I am. Uh, I want to give you a choice. Oh boy. <laughs> because why not? Chris does crazy stuff. I can too. So I'm gonna let you choose between Emma Stone. Or Meryl Streep, that you have to choose in three seconds. Oh, gosh. Three, Emma Stone. Two, one. Okay. Emma Stone. Um, All right. Emma Stone it is. Go okay. for it. Okay. La La Land? Yes. 
Daniel's favorite yes. movie in the history favorite of all movie movies. Ever. Yes. Yeah, that is there. Okay. Uh, Easy A. Also there. Look at you. Two for two. That's correct. Okay. Good guess. What else? Um, one the Spider Man. Which Spider Man was she in? The one the Spider Man with Andrew Garfield. I don't remember what it was called. Homecoming. No, not Homecoming. Uh, Amazing Spider. -Man. Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. That is a good guess, but is not correct. Okay. Let's see. Trying to remember, she's in a movie with. She's in another. Isn't she in another movie with Ryan Gosling? Where they play. Hmm. I'm thinking of someone else. She's in two other movies with Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Dak Nabbit. Can't think of it. <laughs> I'm not um, going to tell you what they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Don't tell me. Um, okay. I can see her face in other movies, and I don't remember what they're. She has been called. in other movies. Yeah. Yes, isn't that? <laughs> oh my that? gosh! And, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a minor hint. One of the films that she's in with Ryan Gosling is also one of Daniel's favorite movies. Um, or, or, or maybe not favorite, but movie he in, loves a lot and defends is she in, it um, often. Is it Crazy Stupid Love? That is correct. Yes, but that is not one of. <laughs> Dang her it! Films. I was like, why are you giving her this hint? That was that so is cruel. really messed <laughs> up. What is wrong with you? That was that so because cruel. she was trying to figure out movies. So you are an, you talk listen, about me being evil with Kevin asked, Bacon. That was just me. She absolutely <laughs> asked it. Yeah. What other movies was she in with I Ryan Gosling? So you could have just told her. You could have just told her rather because that no, wasn't a part of the game that would have been she could have guessed oh, that, that was i should great. get bonus points for guessing that, that. was great and really also know. screw you yeah um, <laughs> okay um, wow that was hilarious bam okay emma stone um so neither wanna... neither of the spider-mans are in it correct correct um so that's is that two wrong guesses now no, um oh, oh okay oh the... um um uh the favorite yes wow, very good that is okay. correct. Wow, that's that is an obscure um, one. I didn't think you would pull that quick. That's good. Okay. Man, I have a guess that I want to guess right now, and I was I want to give her hints, but I'm not. Are going you, are to. you not looking? Okay. At it, well, I'm probably. I'm no, probably... I'm not looking. How? No, well, that's I'm boring. Looking. Why would I'm, you look? Play the I game. I was looking the whole time too. I'm, play the game. It's more listen, fun. Listen, let's the be game. real. April's got this up. She's looking right now. So let's just. Be real. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I can't think. I don't know what this fourth one is. Um. Uh, Tell, uh, tell me if you want your clue, and I'll give you. Your yeah, clue. give me a clue. Give me a clue. Okay, this was released in 2011. Oh man, I think I know what it is. 2011. It was nominated for some Oscars. Oh no, Many never Oscars. mind. I don't know what it is. Shoot, was she in 2011? I I think very quietly. So this is like <laughs> boring <laughs> section of the podcast. As opposed to Chris, who thinks very loudly. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. 2011. I, I just make so. good. I make. I make good podcasting. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. That's what you, you do. You make good podcasting. I make. Good I know podcasting. words. I have the best words. <laughs> I have the best words. <laughs> the greatest words. <laughs> okay. So this won. Um, uh, won a major Oscar. A major oh Oscar. Gosh. Wow. Uh, crowd pleaser. Crowd which pleaser one? for sure. A crowd pleaser. Dealing with a very serious mm -hmm. subject. Made good money. Oh, I know what it is. I'm blanking, y'all. Okay. Deals with race. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kind of an ensemble cast, you might say. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. My mom loved we're, this movie. We're literally moms, giving it to you on a I know. I can't blame <laughs> how totally. Moms across the board love this movie. I mean, it Moms really. Across the... Oh, oh, um, the, the help? Yes. yes. Correct. Yes. The help. 
That is correct. I was right. Good. You got all four. La La Land, Very Easy nice. A, The Favorite, which is fantastic, and The Help. So That's awesome. There you go. There you go. All right, so, what do you got for Daniel? No Zombie Land or anything in there either. You're telling me I'm the only oh, one that didn't get all land. four. I couldn't think of that one. Well, it didn't matter. But. That's the one I thought for sure would be on there. That's so yeah, weird that, that it's yeah. not. All right, Daniel. Daniel, I believe in you Thank for you. this one. Thank you. I don't think it's too hard. Oh, but. Boy. I don't <laughs> that doesn't, that's not encouraging. But I hope it is. <laughs> that, that's a great say, way to start your... your <laughs> I don't think it's too I think, hard. I think you'll get it because there is a connection to the movie okay. we reviewed tonight. which Kevin to Bacon. Light if it's Elizabeth you. Moss, I'm going to lose. Really? You wouldn't get Elizabeth Moss? I don't know. I don't I didn't look at it. I think Daniel's already looked. He's playing games now. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's not Elizabeth yeah, Moss, okay. but now I'm tempted to give it to you. But um no, you're gonna get Mark Duplass. Oh my oh. gosh. Oh, oh interesting. So hard. Oh my god. It's gosh. not that hard. I look so the four here are not hard. I interviewed this guy and I can't do that. Okay. Oh, then you have to do this. Ouch. Little name drop there. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, I interviewed him yeah. and I'll mention <laughs> Check out my interview on Next Best Picture Podcast because it was a lovely interview. Uh, but I can't guess as I. Okay, let's see. Uh, my gosh. He, he's The thing with Mark uh, Duplass is he's in such is hard. tiny, tiny movies. <laughs> yes. This one is, this this is one's hard. I, 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 can think, I can think of two for sure that I think okay. would be on there. The, and then after that, I'm probably done. The can, t- can, can TV shows be on this yes. list? Yes, they can. Uh, yes. They can. Oh, so, although we have a rule guess, that if people, there is, if the, hold on, if I the, don't know what it is either. The I'm rule is, asking. if there's a TV show, you do have to disclose that one of them is a TV show. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Sorry, I, yeah. I I don't know why I asked that. I may have ruined it. I have, I'm not looking. I promise. Okay, so uh, first guess. See, uh, see, the thing is with him, you can't guess based on like, oh, well, his highest grossing movie. They're all tiny, tiny movies. Okay. Yeah, uh, they're the, indie films. The one I love. Yes, and right. that's the so that's the connection to Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss. Moss. Yes, all right, great uh, movie, great movie. Mm-hmm. I watched that because of Chad's recommendation on this show. Um, hmm. Man, so so I'm not I'm not making my guess yet. So like Bombshell, he was in it. It's a you know recent movie. Is it, but is it too recent? Uh, man, I'm trying to even freaking think of what else he's in. Let me just say Bombshell. No. All right. It yeah. Too not. recent. Okay. What? One of these. One of these films. Um, hey, why are you giving him hints already? I need it. Oh. We want him to suffer. I, I because I'm going to do a drop, and I went to this festival once. One of these films premiered at Sundance. Oh, yeah, I'm, I bet all of his all movies pre- <laughs> premiered at Sundance. That's all Probably. he does is indie movies. <laughs> That's true. Sundance movies. Oh, gosh. This is so hard, April. All right. It's one just, one of even... them. One of them. You should guess. Okay. Just right off the top. I really didn't think it was that hard, his, but maybe you know, I thought you were one. more into indies He's than I thought. Big meaning the thing that brought him to prominence as far as directing you would know it you know it then after that you're crap out of luck (laughs) (laughs) okay only one of these i don't think you'll get but i think you should get the others maybe oh my gosh i don't even remember i know he's done a bunch of stuff on netflix (sighs) okay Um, do you want a hint yes give me a hint okay uh so one is 2012 and 2014 or two that I think you should get. I agree with that. Um, is it? That's so funny. That's seven or eight years ago, and it seems like it was just yesterday. Um, I know it's crazy. I probably haven't even seen either of these films. You have, you have. to have, seen, have. seen them. You've seen one yes. of them for sure. I don't know, but uh, probably both. One of them is a fantastically creative movie that is crazy. Yeah, one of them I love. 
I haven't seen I, I, the only. I've only seen one of these movies oh, in gosh. his four. Did, did and the one you should definitely have seen. April, I'm glad that you gave him oh, this. I love this. this. Is so cool. <laughs> that is not funny. All right. Uh, I honestly thought this would be easier for you. So I think you. I think this happened with April last time. I think she's like, oh, this shouldn't be too hard. And this then is it was it's, super right. It's hard. the game she plays. <laughs> she comes in all <laughs> sweet, really and she's easy. like, oh, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe this will be okay. <laughs> and it's like, bam, Tyler Perry. <laughs> You know, Tyler Perry was ended up not being that bad, and you got it. Well, that's true. Well, yeah. well, I'm, I'm actually surprised that that one of these you don't know right off the top, gosh. Daniel. Okay, so yeah, me so too. Didn't he do? Didn't he like direct some? He made like a. It was like a thriller, a low budget thriller. Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm thinking of for the 2012? There one? is there is a thriller on oh, here. Gosh, uh, I'm not sure if he directed it or not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and they just had you a should... creep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Correct. I have not seen it. Is that the one you thought I'd seen? Yes. No. Uh, not for me. Oh, okay. Not. Okay. That, I thought yeah. you've seen the other one, but I okay. assumed you probably. Yeah, saw I have not seen too. Creep. Um, creep is excellent. Creep, creep is the only and one that I have seen. Freaking creepy. <laughs> it's great. That yeah, movie is, it's is great. right up my so alley. The, I love it's that. Great. That's the 2012. It's great. One? No, that was 2014. 2014. Crap. So this one's before that. So 2012 is the one you think I have seen. Yes. Give him the genre. It'll help him. I think. Um. It's it's like a it's like a dramedy and very mm. indie. Oh 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 oh! Um, Safety not guaranteed. Yes. There, there it is. Go. Yes. Okay. There we go. There you okay. go. So okay. and then this last one I actually last haven't one? seen. Uh, possibly year? it's 2011. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have no would, shot at this. One. I didn't even know this man. was a movie. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. like, what is this? Safety movie? not guaranteed was the first thing I ever saw him in. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, you've already won. This is what <laughs> yeah, is this that's movie? true. I have never seen this fourth one. So uh, now I have, and I actually really enjoy it very much. Really? I do. I think. I mean, very much isn't a stretch. It, it's well, good. Is there, is, it. Would it help if you tell me anybody else who's in it? Would that be helpful? Uh, Emily Blunt is in it. Mm-hmm. And Rosemarie Dewitt. And Mike Berbiglia, who is hilarious. Mike Berbiglia. Wait. Okay. Wait a second. He's not been in a lot of stuff. Is and it Beecher Renning? <laughs> is it Sleepwalk with Me? No, oh. but I have seen that. Okay. Also, Catherine Lebo is in it, and Pete Erickson, as well as <laughs> oh, Jason Dodson. That's great. That's super helpful. <laughs> Jeanette Mouse. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm not gonna get I'm this. Just... I'm not gonna get this. What is it? Um, your sister's sister. Oh, I have. Okay, I have heard. I of feel that. like you've okay. probably seen. I it. haven't seen it. I have not seen it. But I, I that I thought it was going to be something I've never even heard of. But I, I do know that movie. But I've not seen it. All right. Well, all I can say is, is don't ever give me that kind. Yeah, of Yeah, really. Dude. April. Because like I would have been. I that movie. I would have been are, so you embarrassed. You see everything. Yeah, but see, April brings it to you in such a kind <laughs> and gentle way. You're totally but I do it because I feel as you. dirty as it is. I think very highly of you, Daniel, that you could do that. No, I, I wish you had given before. me Elizabeth Moss. Well, is listen. what I wish you would. <laughs> could you do Elizabeth Moss? Hold on, I want to see. Could you do Elizabeth Moss? Uh, uh, First of all, just get used to Daniel disappointing you. It's okay. <laughs> if I if Ooh. I was guessing Elizabeth Moss, I would say. Uh, obviously, Mad Men and The Handmaid's Tale. I think it would be two TV shows. Right. Handmaid's Tale, yes. Mad Men, not. Actually. Really? No Mad Men? Yeah. And then That's I, crazy. That should be reversed. And I would say crazy. the one I love is also in there. Yes. And then, see, that after that is where it gets dicey. She hasn't been one in One of these of I've never even heard of. I was going to say, I, what is that? That must be some sort of like art house is there one, thing that is there one other, I don't want to spend a lot of time yeah. on this, but is there one other one yeah. that uh, that I would know? Yes, but very, very old. She had to have been super young. Oh, she was. I uh, mean, she was in like West you, you, in 99. You know this one from 99. 
Yeah, you know it, but I don't know that I would remember her. Is it, well, is I don't even know that she. Yeah, she must have been like a like a five year old yeah. in this movie. Wait, is it? Uh, I mean, it's it's not West Wing, right? No, mm-hmm. um, it's a movie directed by James Mangold. James Mangold in '99. I don't know what he was doing. In that. Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder, Jolie. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Um, whatever. Uh, Girl interrupted. She was in that. Huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't yep. remember her being in that at all. Interesting. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that she was. So, even. what's the last one? Queen of Earth. I've never even hmm. heard of it. Yeah, I never heard of it. And she looks freaky in the cover. Hmm. Yeah, really weird. Like well, that was zombie. Like, that was slightly easier than Mark Duplass. <laughs> <laughs> slightly. All right. Well, that wraps up our IMDb game. Once again, shout out to our friends at this head Oscar Buzz for that game. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode. Join us next week as we review the new Pixar film Onward. We'll see you then. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.